This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. And I want to apologize <clears throat> off the gate that we were not here last week. Johnny feeling under the weather. You may notice the wubba-lubba-dub-dub isn't as forceful as it usually is. That's because, Johnny, you are weathering the... Should we say weathering the elements? Is that what it is? Or just weathering a cold? <coughs> just having a cold. Weathering a cold. Johnny has been sick. That's why we didn't do it last week. This week, we're here doing a show for you guys. But, Johnny, that's why the Wubble Level Dub Dub isn't as strong as it is. But welcome into another Rick and Johnny podcast where we talk about everything under the two nerdy suns. Could be Marvel, DC, superhero, video games, anything. Netflix, movies, entertainment. That's basically the big, big umbrella I could have just said at the beginning, but everything nerdy, that's what we talk about here. Before we get into everything for today, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. That is where you help support the channel. You help support MVP. Make sure we can do everything for you guys each and every week. $1 gets you into the Discord. $5 you get to suggest topics to us. $10 you get to join the podcast and talk about what it is you would like to talk about. Also, a reminder, twitch.tv backslash most well podcast as of next week, Johnny, because this is the last episode of 2019. Could you mm-hmm. imagine could like could you imagine or in your brain, I should say, um, think about this is the completion of our third year doing third? the Rick really? and Johnny wow. podcast. We started what, 2017, I want to say? Something like that. Because it was our first podcast <coughs> was if I'm gonna tell my computer to remind me tomorrow. Don't need to update right now. Because when did Logan come out? That was our first. Let's see. I want to say it was. We started in February of 2017. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yep. February 17th. Uh, oh, March 3rd is when it came into the U.S. of 2017. But we started a week or two before Logan. So, yeah, it's been. It's going to be three years for us starting in 2020. It's been great. Been a great 2019. Can't wait to see what 2020 has. But starting in 2020, we'll be live on Twitch. So you can watch the podcast live on Twitch. Go ahead, follow us there so you don't miss the updates for that. But, Johnny, we got a jam-packed show, and we got an interesting start to the podcast. Mm-hmm. If you may see below me, I've got a big old box. And the reason I have this big old box, first off, if you're on any podcast service, if you're an audio listener... YouTube.com, Most Valuable Podcast Nerd. That's where you can go ahead and see this. Um, I've got a big box, and it's got this nice little Avengers wrapping paper, nice, nice little red ornaments Yep. with the Avengers A on it. There's um, some with Tony in it, I think. Let's see. There's... Oh, maybe that's my other wrapping paper that I have. I see Cap. There's Hawkeye. There's Thor. Ant-Man, Black Widow, Vision, and Black Panther. Am I am I missing one? Oh, Iron War Machine. Man. And there's Iron Man right yeah. there. I thought uh, they were ornaments. I think that was my other Avengers wrapping paper. It had more than just the red ornament with an A. Yeah. Yeah, no, this one just has the my other Avengers red A on it. But Johnny goes, hey, Ricky, here's your... First off, he has me stand. So we're in one room of the building that we're in. Mm-hmm. He has me stand on the opposite side because the building ain't that big. 
Um, it's basically like, oh, how how would I describe the entire building? Like really, just a long hallway. It's almost like a long, yeah, a With long a few hallway or like sticking off of it, or like the size of two trailers. Like you know those trailers that you used to have that some schools have, where it's like the sixth grade is out yeah, in the trailer. Like it's like two of those in length, but the width is almost uh, the same as that. He has me stand at the opposite <coughs> end and goes, I'll let you know when to come down. Um, and then I see this, and apparently this is my Christmas slash birthday gift, because yes. January um, is my birthday month that has my birthday in it. January 17th, if you want to throw me birthday wishes there. And I'm like, oh, do I open it now? And Johnny goes, no, 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 no. You have to open it. On the podcast. So I'm both equal. Like, I am, when it comes to me and getting gifts, Johnny, mm-hmm. from my friends, A, I feel bad because my family isn't a gift exchange family. We aren't ones where it's like, like Dave's like, oh man, I got to get gifts for my sister, or for my brothers, and my mom, and my dad. My family don't do that. We just are like, you don't get anything for me. I don't get anything for you. Our love and support is all that we need. Um, so when I get a gift, I feel bad. Like I have to now reciprocate no. the gift giving. Nah. And Johnny's probably sitting there like fucking open Oh, you also missed Hawkeye. Did I? I thought I said Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. Did you? Oh. I don't remember you saying it. But if I didn't, Hawkeye is right. He's over here, but he's down here on the front so they can see it. Yeah. He's down here. I might have missed Hawkeye. You're right. Um, and Falcon. I didn't say Falcon either. Yeah. Because he's right there in the middle. Um... But where was I? Yeah, so I, I'm also nervous because I don't want you to spend a fortune on me. But also, now that you said I can't, like, you're like, I can't open it until the podcast. Now I'm extra nervous because of what it could be because you probably want my live reaction on camera. Yes, it's more fun that way. And you want it taken, like, last year your gift was the... Red Power Ranger helmet? No. Green. Green. The green one. It used to be here on the podcast. Now it is on my desk. It was here for, like, two shows. At home. It was more than two shows. Okay, four. More than four. It was here for okay. It was here for a little bit. Um, Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) But enough of that. We will get to the opening now. As Johnny's like, just fucking open it. If you need a knife, I got one because I did close the boxes. Obviously. So it's an Amazon Prime Prime box. Oh yeah! Wow. At first, I was like, "Ooh, I see a headphone logo." I'm doing it all slow. So this is gonna tell me nothing about the gift. Absolutely not. I would not give anything away, and you know that. (laughs) The fact that you have now two. Basically, defense systems. You have the wrapping paper, yeah, and then the box. Yeah, no, I. If Johnny's any, like, I'm not going to. If give anyone you just knows a box. me, anyone who knows me knows I will not wrap it in just normal wrapping, because I do not want you even knowing what it is. Okay, I gotta. I'm gonna put this. Probably close block. your computer for a minute. Yeah, I could probably do that. Maybe take the headphone cord out. There you go. There we go. I'm gonna put you here. Do you need a knife to open it? Uh, no, I'm gonna use my keys. Okay, but I actually have it on me. Oh, okay. Sure. Johnny's like, I just wanted to fucking flip my knife out. No, of I just, I carry it on me all the time now. See, I don't want to... Cut away from yourself. It's like one lousy piece of tape. Yeah. Did I get it? Yeah, I got it. You can just hold on to that for now. I'm like, I don't want to hand it back to you and stab you. Well, that's why you hand it to me in the handle first. Yeah. Did you take it out of the box and wrap it again? Your defense systems are... Impeccable. 
So you, so wait, this is probably the box that it was shipped in, right? This one? Yeah, The one that sure. I'm tossing aside? Sure. So that means you opened the box, you took whatever this is out of the box, mm -hmm. you wrapped this, yeah. put it back in the box, mm -hmm. re-taped it, yeah. and then wrapped the box. Yes, of course. So now I got to describe this for the audio listeners. Oh, yeah, that's Now right. it's in a nut, so... There's a box inside a box, and this box is now Star Wars wrapping paper. Yes. With, it's got Darth Vader on it, and C-3PO, C-3P, yeah, C-3PO. C-3PO. Um, R2-D2 and Yoda on it. Yes. And they've got candy canes and a All Christmas hat, and it's got stormtroopers on it as well. I'm holding it up so the people can see it on camera. Yep. And I'm assuming there's no more wrapping paper under this. This is the last line of defense I'm not of, saying anything. of wrapping paper. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> Either this is a gag, which I would appreciate, or there's something in here that is not Skechers Extra Wide. Oh, definitely not the Skechers Extra okay. Wide. You know it. Because I immediately opened this and was like, oh, Johnny got me the Game of Thrones shoes. And then I'm like, wait, it's Skechers. And then I'm like, wait, how did he know that I have a wide foot? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not extra wide. No, well, you and You're I have talked about wide. it. Um, yeah, I know we've talked about it. I think it's like... <clears throat> Uh, these, the curries, I had to stretch out. Um, but I'm assuming these are not Skechers. No, no, absolutely okay. not. So uh, there's... I don't think that box is taped shut either, so you should be good just No, 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 I, I know. I had, I wanted yeah. to make sure it wasn't I'm just fall. telling you, yeah. So just for the defense mechanisms... Uh-huh. You have a Skechers box, wrapping paper, an Amazon box, yeah. wrapping paper. There have been four lines of defenses... <laughs> This better not be like the Russian dolls, and I better not have to open a smaller box and do a smaller box. I'm assuming the gift is in here after oh, I yes, open it. Oh, yes, of course. It's, <laughs> it's wrapped again. So you've had five layers of defense. Yeah. Now. We're going to have to clean up after this oh, podcast. Oh, we will. It's the same Star Wars wrapping paper, so yes. I don't have to describe, yeah, describe it, it for the audio listeners. I'm just going to open it, <clears throat> yeah, and it's it. another box. <laughs> What the fuck else would it be in? That's not it. I thought that your your Sharpie marker yeah. that you Sharpied out, obviously, your address on, was a, oh, did I? Was a picture of it. Well, someone did. Oh, I guess I did. Huh. Um, Which is good, because now I don't have to, like, hide it. I can just, like, let the box stay there. Yeah, not that I think they could focus enough to see it, but whatever. Technology is technology. So this is what the sixth line of defense. Something like that. <sighs> Johnny makes you work for your gifts. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, I I punctured it, and then I'm like, nope, can't do it backwards. Yep, don't want to do it that do way. Want, do you want help with no, that? I got, I got it, Dad. <laughs> Dad, I got it. Did you open it like an old woman. <laughs> <sighs> Damn, this tape don't want to cut. That's weird, because I cut it real easily on Christmas. This is the other wrapping paper you were talking about. Yeah, that's the other Avengers one. So this is the other Avengers one, where it's got Tony's... In the order band, it's got Thor, the Avengers, Iron, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow. But it's got lesser of the Avengers on it. Now, I'm assuming this is it. 
There's another box. <laughs> okay, what? You, you need to be. You need to stop being surprised about the boxes. Because if it's box shaped, well, no, 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 it's no, in no, a box. No, no. Like I didn't. When I say a box, I mean like. I thought it was gonna be like, okay, here's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, yeah, no. It's a, it's a, gr- it's a plain brown box. Trust me, it will never be what's in the box. Okay. I'm just gonna stop assuming that this is the actual gift and that there's yeah, the box will, in here. will never tell you. Yeah, see, I, I am so thankful. <laughs> this is so. This is why you wanted me to open it, not oh. not for what the gift is. Oh no, just for how many times I have to unwrap shit. Yeah, the gag. So now it's Mario wrapping paper. It's got Mario, <laughs> Luigi, Bowser, Peach on it. Candles and Christmassy shit. And now it's just a plain white box. Eh, not plain white, but it's not what's in the box in yeah. place. It's a T-Mobile box. Because that's what a box I had around. <sighs> now I get the the podcast thing wasn't what I was getting. It's <laughs> how. So I can do this to him. Oh no. The, rap, you... the wrapping paper is just going to be on the floor yeah, for this podcast. Fine. Okay. Just gonna open. <laughs> Again, more wrapping paper. That one should just you should just be able to slit open the top and pull it out. Should I? It's just in an envelope. Ah, this one you did not black out your address. No, that one yeah. you should probably not let them see that. Yeah. Appreciate that. So, okay. I've lost count of how many defenses we've had. Enough. Just use the, just the knife. <laughs> or that. that I don't mind. So it's a. Uh... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> So the gift ain't even in here? The gift is there? It's so, for everyone who says, it says, to Captain Rogers, because yep. in our friends group, I cosplayed as Captain America, yep. so Steve Rogers, from the Strongest Avenger, and then on the backside, it just says, on your left. So now I have to go behind here? Yeah, it's back there. <laughs> so the gift was... <laughs> The gift wasn't even in when I opened. <laughs> that was just your clue. In case you forgot, my family and I do clues. Oh, this. this here's here's big, 11 more boxes, Ricky. It's a fucking big box. Oh, now there's spider webs all Oops, over. Sorry. <laughs> the, you know what? You have Johnny? to make at least. I, I have saved. You have to make at least three guesses because that is your clue. That's not just where I would. Where I was able to hide it actually being on your left was just a bonus. So, okay, wait. Before I open it, which, first <clears throat> off, I want to say this is great that you had us do this on the podcast. Yeah. Because this is actual, like, podcast worthy. Like, yeah. making me go through all this work. So <laughs> for the on, clue. So the on your left is a clue. Yes. With my family and I, we do clues for our presence. You have, I, I, I take at least give me three guesses mm-hmm. on what you think it could be. I'm not going to tell you yes or no, because I'm not going to give that away. That You'll find that out once you open it. Now, here's the question, like, and this is an honest question. Yes. Is this wrapping paper the last line of defense? Very possibly. Because that play, like, the size of this gift, like, is it this big, really? Or is it, is there a smaller That's box? That's something I can't box? tell you. I just, you Well, need... that helps the guesses. Just three guesses so what you think it could on be. on your left is the only clue. I mean, the front's kind of a clue, too, I guess. I just wanted to so sign it, it that so way, it too. Has, so it has something to do with Marvel. Yes. 
It has some. Oh, it's a shield. It's a cap shield. I told you, I'm not telling you. I know, but like, here's the reason why. Um, Captain Rogers from the Strongest Avenger. Um, that would be th- like you think it's. Um, you think it's I? Are you think it's Hulk? But it's actually Thor. I'm Thor. Yeah. In our group, so. And on your left, wasn't that? Didn't they say that in an MCU movie? Two on of them, your left, technically. I'm gonna say it's a cap shield. No, which if it is, gift. thank you right now. Thank you for this. It's the same wrapping paper as before. Yeah, it's the same original Avengers wrapping paper. That was the only wrapping paper I had enough of to wrap that gift. I love you, Johnny. I know you do. <laughs> so this is Ricky's the le- Christmas slash the- birthday present the from me. Legends. Yes. I'm actually gonna pu- fucking pull this out on the podcast. That would be nice. Oh, you are. You already did the tape for me. Did I? I want to make sure there's did. nothing in there that I had to take out. Oh damn. Yeah, I think I undid the tape just to look inside just to make sure there's nothing I had to take out. So that's as far as I can get it right now. You have a knife. Yeah, but will the knives cut the zip? Give me the give me the give me the knife, give me a shield. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. Uh, Give me my knife. (laughs) Give me my knife, boy. I'm gonna clean up some of the yeah, some of the zip ties fell off. Well, that's good, I guess. I think. This one. Oh, okay, apparently only one of them was holding it off. The rest you cut off. No, I only had to cut one. There you go. Whoops. Whoopsie doodles. This is fucking awesome, Johnny. You went all out for this. And Ricky had to open eight other things just to get to it. So, so does for me. so does this mean I can finally get rid of that shovel? Yeah, if you that want. I have the shovel, <laughs> or not the shovel, the uh, the the sled that I have. If you want, I don't care. Still has it. Thank you, Johnny. You're welcome. I really fucking Merry Christmas. It. And I love and how happy it's birthday. got actual like leather straps in there. Yeah. It's got actual straps. It's actually really nice material, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Welcome. I, I really appreciate this. Fuck. Now I gotta really, like... Because I haven't got your Christmas gift yet. I was actually waiting until... Because I'm also the type of person that I don't want to undersell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't want to be that guy where it's like, here's my Christmas <clears throat> gift, and then they got you, like, something that's... I'm not saying this is $200, but... Mm-hmm. They spent two hundred dollars and you spent like ten bucks. Yeah, um, I know friends are friends and friends are never going to be like that. But it's just uh, now I now I what I was going to get you I am definitely going to get you now, um, and I hope you like it when it comes. Thank you. Maybe I do the same thing for you. Maybe we open it up on the podcast. But whew, that is the start <laughs> to our, you want to know how long that took for us to do the oh, intro and this. The first half hour of our podcast is me opening my Christmas and birthday gift. But yet again, Johnny, thank you. I cannot thank you enough. It really means the world to me. Um, and the thing I love about you hmm. is you actually put your, like, you can tell you put thought 
into your gifts. Oh, I always do. Not even just like with the with the clue and everything, but like you can tell that there's thought in this gift, and I really appreciate it. I'm glad you like it. Now I got now I got to up my game so that mine <laughs> is just as good. But now on to the podcast, right? Yes. Where I'm glad that you excuse me MCU'd it mm-hmm. because we're actually starting with some MC. Well, actually three MCU things. We got a jam-packed show. We've got five things on our radar for today, three being Marvel, one being our pseudo Star Wars review. We're not going <laughs> we're not going to go full review podcast like we usually do. Um we're just going to give our thoughts on it and then mm-hmm. show stealer and um great at the very end. And then we've got some quick hits that are going to be short little 30 seconds I wanted to bring up like acknowledge them. But they don't need a ton of talking here for the podcast. But the first thing I wanted to bring up, Johnny, is that Ant-Man 3 could possibly be introducing the next big villain into the MCU. And the little setup that we have for this is the first part comes from uh, CCXP, which was the Comic-Con in Brazil um, from early December, earlier this month. That's where we got the... Wonder Woman trailer from, and I think they showed Black Widow footage off um, at that Comic-Con as well. They were talking, so Kevin Feige, this is from Heroic Hollywood, Kevin Feige seemed to confirm that Marvel Studios' top brass have already decided which heroes will team up for uh, an upcoming film, that they've already got their next big event planned out. And this is the quote that we've got. From Kevin Feige, he said, the MCU is all interconnected, but we really focus on one movie at a time. We're going to make the best Black Widow movie we possibly can make, the best Eternals movie we can make, the best Shang-Chi, the best Doctor Strange, Thor, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and keep evolving their stories. Then, yes, it is always fun to see them come together in a master plan. Which is, I promise you, well underway. So we know that the next Endgame Infinity War type of event is already being planned. We also have two articles from We Got This Covered where their sources, number one, they've got and given. So I'll just read the the paragraph. Unfortunately, we still don't have any concrete answers on either of those fronts talking about the MCU and Ant-Man 3, but we did receive some interesting intel this week which could point to Ant-Man 3 being the movie to introduce us to the MCU's next big bad. And given that, it comes to us from the same source who said Daniel Radcliffe was being eyed for Moon Knight. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, In September, back in September, which was confirmed earlier today... We have no reason to doubt it. So number one is their source, same one that told them about Daniel Radcliffe, is saying that Ant-Man 3 will introduce the next big bad villain for the MCU. The other thing that they have is, let's see, this one is about who the villain for Ant-Man 3 could be. And right here they say, in the 2018 sequel, secondary villain Sonny Birch employed the ghost to steal Pimtech for him on behalf of his mysterious benefactor. 
Well, we got this covered is hearing that this character, currently only known as the Benefactor, will step out of the shadows in the threequel and serve as the next big bad of the piece. What's more, we've had it confirmed that he'll turn into or he'll turn out to be the major MCU villain. So, Johnny, the big question for this is if the benefactor is going to be not just the villain for Ant-Man 3, but the next big villain for the MCU, who's the benefactor going to be? What are you thinking? What could be the next big event that Marvel and Kevin Feige are also thinking? Who they tie him in with as well, aside from... Ant-Man 3, they said there was something... You're talking about the Benefactor? Yeah. I only remember him employing Sonny Birch in Ant-Man 3. 2? Or Ant-Man 2, yeah. I mean, there's only one person I can think of right off the top of my head that has money like that, and that'd be Doom. Or could it be Norman Osborn? Could be Osborn. That's another one I forgot about him. So... That all ties in with the... They definitely have, like... They definitely have the rights to Doom. It depends if they got the rights to Norman Osborn or not. Yeah, because of Spider-Man. Exactly. But he's not He's not out. He's just not as highly mm-hmm. um, likely as Doom would be. Mm-hmm. And Doom, we already we talked about two weeks ago, or three weeks ago. Yeah. How he could even be the villain of Black Panther 3. Yeah, so, the, the big villain, like the big, the overarching guy. The thing I think that plays in for Doom is if he's going to be the big baddie, mm-hmm. he's not going to be in Black Panther. If he's going to be in Black Panther, he's not going to be the big baddie, right? Because you wouldn't introduce him in Black Panther 3 and then introduce him again as the benefactor. Unless they're, gonna, unless they're talking about, like, introduce him as in, like, Loki-ing him, where he's like, little snippet of Loki here, little mm-hmm. snippet of Loki there. Then Loki was in the Avengers. Okay. That's, I, I I get so like in Black Panther he's a end creditor if yeah. anything or a or not even him as the end credit it's a toss to him exactly like, oh the Fantastic or even just oh the Fantastic Four are in this universe yeah and then something you get, like that and well, then you get Ant Man because it's supposed to be Black you're... Panther versus Namor in the long the long haul right. Yeah, that's, okay. we know we're getting Namor for it, sure. It'll be almost like a guy that like sets up the fight, and you get like a little snippet of him, mm-hmm. whether it be like a Thanos just turn and smile, or just a silhouette of someone in a chair. Mm-hmm. You see a little bit of a green cloak, something like that. Yeah, and but here's the question that is going through my mind. If you are, as my internet decides to not work for me, if you are the MCU, if you are Kevin Feige... Do you want to Thanos it where it's an end credit scene or because you know he's going to be the main villain of Ant-Man 3, do you wait for that surprise to be, like, let's have that surprise be all in Ant-Man 3 and get the crowd to go, oh, what the fuck in that movie, rather than spoiling that surprise by having an end credit scene I mean, I'd be down for just leaving it be in just Ant-Man 3. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if they're going to be have them in like both, if they're going to start have them in um, Black Panther two and Ant Man three, mm-hmm. like Black Panther two, just have a snippet of like again like the very minimal you can of him if you're going to throw him in there, and then mm-hmm. have him like actually in Ant Man three because like the only you actually introduce him like that's not yeah that's not really an introduction okay so it's more like 
Black Panther 2, it's like, oh shit. It's a hint. He's the benefit. Like, Doom could be the benefactor. <laughs> yeah. Then in. And it wouldn't be Doctor Doom in Ant Man 3. It would just be, to me, Victor Doom. Yeah. Like, it would just be him. And I'm trying to see if there's any articles recently that have who the benefactor could be. Because the only two people that crossed my mind for it, mm-hmm. Doom was a good one. But the first one I thought was Norman, Norman Os- Osborn. Yeah. Like, he is the one. And an article I'm looking at here from Showbiz Cheat Sheet is they say the same too. Either Dr. Dr- Doom or Norman Osborn and... I mean, the thing that's that plays into the Norman Osborn thing, like you said, is is Sony going to want to give up that right? Exactly. To Marvel, especially after we almost had Spider-Man not even in the MCU anymore. True. Like, if Sony had to play, like, what if that? Now, I'm not in the in the room when, obviously, Kevin Feige and Sony were going through the back and forth for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Do you think that might have been a hanging point of the negotiations <laughs> it's for possible. further movies? It's possible. Not just money, but like, hey, Marvel wants, we want the rights to use Norman Osborn as well. And Sony might have been like, well, no, like, we're fine giving you Spider-Man, but we don't want to give you our entire universe because we're trying to set up our own Spideyverse exactly, over here. Yeah. No, it's going to be like, yeah, you can have Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. We'll throw, and it's like, you can pick from, probably going like, you can pick from these villains. Because mm-hmm. like, they'll probably hold the ones they want to use yeah. to start. Unless it's like, okay, well, or you can, it's like, you have a list of like, these are the ones you can use, these mm-hmm. are the ones you can use, but we're going to be using them shortly after, so you have to make a tie-in with us. Mm-hmm. Or you can't use these at all. Because mm-hmm. also I'm trying to think of, let's... Let's look at the clue from this way of who the benefactor could be. Because yeah. let's be honest, everything we're talking about now will probably be wrong. Probably. Um, when Ant-Man 3 comes out. But the thing that I also <laughs> think of is when Kevin Feige says they have the next big event planned, mm-hmm. how does how would Norman Osborn or Doom fit into what we think the next big event is? Because the ones that we've been thrown out there is like, King, the, the King to Conqueror, Conqueror, him coming back and being, like, the big, like, time, I, I don't even know what to call it. Like, it's not like Secret Wars or Annihilation, it's just but it's a, just, like, his, like, big time thing. I messing like. with time and him being the next big bad. Yeah. We've thrown out Secret Wars until, like, we're blue in the face. We've thrown out Avengers versus X-Men might be it. Like, could that... Is the there X- anyone from the X-Men universe, not Fantastic Four, the X-Men universe that could be the benefactor and would the next big event lead us to Avengers versus X-Men? Is that can, their plan? The only one I can think of, and I can never remember his name, is the one that um, always liked to experiment. It was like obsessed with Jean Grey and uh, Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what the foundation was. You're talking about, is it right? Not Riker, but... Uh, are you talking about the guy who, um, he was like the the war not the war general the army general? No, he wasn't that because that guy was linked with Wolverine, and then we had Sebastian Shaw already. He was with. Uh, oh, you're talking about from Mister Sinister? Yes, he was in Dark. Um, he wasn't in Dark Phoenix, but 
could be Mr. Sinister. <clears throat> like, there's not a lot of ones I could think of would be the benefactor. Because when it comes mm-hmm. to, down to being the benefactor, it's got to be someone who can actually support these things. Who mm-hmm. can... Well, I mean, Mr. Sinister... <coughs> in my mind, Mr. Sinister could. He's got I the wrong? blah, blah, blah. Um, he works for... Here, let's see. Um, what's that? It's... um. Essex Corporation he yes. works for. So, I mean... Because Na- he's Nathan Essex. That could be, like... To me, that kind of seems like... Because here's what you could do with that, mm-hmm. with that. If we try to tie it into what the next big event could be, you've got... You introduce Essex, Nathan Essex, as the benefactor. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing with that is, is then Mr. Sinister, then the villain... Uh, is it... Mr. Sinister is the villain, or is it, hey, Nathan Essex is the villain, but he is contracting this lower baddie to be the one that actually fights Ant-Man. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like where it was like Ghost was the hand-to-hand combat villain of Ant-Man 2, but she wasn't the overarching villain. Of Ant-Man 2. That's the territory that you get in. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it. And, like, I'm still kind of leaning towards Doom out of everyone. Because, if anything, I would do um, X-Men versus Avengers versus X-Men as, like, the Captain America Civil War style movie. Maybe make it two movies worth. Mm -hmm. Maybe make it one. It depends on how they want to write it. But is that, like, even... Now, and this is the thing I'll throw out there, is when Kevin Feige says the next event... Yeah. Are we just are we thinking end game scale because that's where we came from? Or could be. by them saying event, could it be X Men Avengers versus X Men, but it's nowhere near the scale of what end game was. It could very well be. Their next event could be something small mm-hmm. like that. Could be um like I said, Doctor Doom does a is a pretty harsh villain mm-hmm. to go up against. Excuse me. Um yeah, I'm trying to think of who else it could be though, because everyone, everything I lead back to is Doom, because Doom is kind of a, mm-hmm. the culmination of science and mystics. Yeah, at least when the stuff I've read and seen, yeah. he's always about both. He mm-hmm. dives into both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the big, the big thing for Doom that's going to decide for, it's going to decide for the. I almost said for me, but it's going to decide <laughs> for the MCU oh, where he is. Like, is he the benefactor or not? Is when we get to Black Panther 2. Yeah. If he's the baddie of Black Panther 2, he won't be the benefactor. That's Definitely what not. I'm thinking in my mind. But if, because we also had, before the Fox Disney deal went through completely, there was also, I can't remember, like, I think it's like Princess Xander or something. I brought her up before, where there's yeah. this female villain. That they were um, thinking about using for the villain of Black Panther 2. Yeah. They could still do that and have her and Namor be it and then use Doom, Victor Doom as the benefactor because we know for a fact that they're that fa- we'll get Fantastic Four before X-Men. However, I feel like they're going to lay the seeds for the – like the X-Men are going to be – it's not just going to be like – Here's an X-Men movie. Yeah. It's going to be, hey, we're laying the they're seeds. Gonna, gonna we got to lay the seeds of hints mutants. in there somewhere, here and there. Exactly. we got to lay the seeds for mutants <laughs> being in the cl- universe. actually clever about that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say is um, I'm still going to ride. Hope, I'm thinking it's going to be Doctor Who Doom will be a little bit more of a puppet master than anything. Mm-hmm. 
you have um, Black Panther supposed to be versus Namor. Yep. And they're going to find a common enemy, which I want to say I still want to ride the, the, um, ride the boat that it's Atuma. Yep. Going to be the big villain. Because that's what you were saying during the last one. Because he's, uh, he's a Namor villain. He's also... Uh-huh. I wonder, unless they're going to kind of make their own one up. As a, I've been watching the Avengers cartoons again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I wonder if they're going to possibly lead themselves towards a cabal. Possibly. So Doom, instead of... We're in the cartoon, and I know they don't really take it from the cartoon. They take mm-hmm. more from the comics, but yeah. it wouldn't be impossible because there's a cabal mm-hmm. in the comics, too. It's just not the same lineup. Yeah. And they never sit with the same lineup or 100% mm-hmm. right away. But and I mean, everything's changing, so they can change, make their own lineup. It could be um, the cabal could consist of Dr. Doom setting it up where he all he's using... Because uh, they're like the dark dark Illuminati. Yeah, is something like the cabal that. Is. Yes, in a sense. It's... Mm-hmm. um. Almost like Dark Avengers. I don't want to say that either, though. It's the opposite of the Avengers. It's the Legion of Doom's version of... For Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Legion of Doom for Marvel. So, like, in the car- cartoon, it was Dracula. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Modoc, Atuma. Um, shit. Uh, Red Skull was mm-hmm. the leader of it. And I know I'm missing someone. Modoc, Atuma, Dracula. So, for the comics... I'm um, talking about the cartoon, but yeah, yeah the comic. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, but um, their base, their actual base is the ruins of Wakanda, which I think you said. Um, but hmm. for the wiki page, and this might have been different than the um, cartoon, former members are Norman Osborn, one, yeah. The Hood, Taskmaster, who were getting introduced in Black Widow, mm-hmm. th- our Black Widow, which, yes, is a prequel. But at least that then puts Taskmaster in, in the, the universe, universe somewhere in present day. Um, White Queen, Doctor Doom, and Loki. The current members are Namor, Thanos, Maximus the Mad, um, Terex the Truly Enlightened, um, Corvus Glaive, Proxima Midnight, Black Swan, and Maker. Hmm. So that's what they have right now in the. I believe that's the comics version. Yeah, and they can do what they can switch up however they want. Because the one I was missing was, um, oh, I just forgot who it was again. Mm-hmm. Who the hell were they? So I said Modoc. Yeah. Let me see if I can find the cartoon. Modoc, Atuma, Dracula. Let's see. Cartoon. Red Skull and Hyperion. Okay. Let's see. Maybe this one has. And not that we've had Hyperion. I don't think they would just throw Hyperion and throw him in. No, but they wouldn't. They and would never do that. But they would. So they can make up their own. They could do Doctor Doom. They could throw in. Um, actually, if you get Dracula by the time we get Blade, we could. It depends on is Blade going to come out before? Because we haven't heard anything except for Mahershala Ali being Blade. Well. And Ant-Man 3 is in production. Well, let's put it this way. Just because we get Doom doesn't mean we get the Cabal right off the bat. True, that they can build for it. Uh-huh. And also, if, <laughs> I would say if we get the Cabal, then it's almost for sure that we're getting um, Secret Invasion. Because the in the comics, mm-hmm. the Cabal was kind of introduced or made mm-hmm. during a storyline, I'm reading it here, called The Dark Reign. Which was a sub-story of the Secret Invasion. Mm. So I'm assuming if they do that, 
it's going to be a part of a secret invasion storyline. Maybe. But yet again, we don't know. Like, could secret, just be them. Secret invasion could happen because we tease that the um, Skrull are still running around on Earth kind of with Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2, right? Far From Home was 2. Yeah. Um, that they were Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Yeah. So we know that they're scurrying around here on Earth, like the secret invasion could still happen. Well, using it looks like they're using it for S.W.O.R.D. almost mm-hmm. as like part of S.W.O.R.D. now. So they are changing things up. So Which again, so far. Why would they introduce S.W.O.R.D. if they weren't going to do something <laughs> like a more space-based yeah. MCU? So here's the other part of it that I'm seeing from that, though, is mm-hmm. um, um, just because they do the Cabal doesn't mean they're going to do comic book storylines that 100% tie in with it. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, so far, the Skull are not bad guys in this. Yeah, the so Kree far, are the bad guys. The Kree are the bad guys so yeah. far, which in, like, some of the... I'm pretty sure in the comics, it's both are bad guys for the mm-hmm. most part, except for specific characters. But in the MCU, it's mainly Kree bad, Skull good. So far, yeah. Or scroll neutral, no, I would but they're say on neutral. our side. They're yeah. not, like, they're not bad, but they're mm-hmm. not, like, heroes. Yeah. So they're just kind of neutral. They're helping us out because we help them. Captain Marvel helped them mm-hmm. out. Yeah. In but, like, essence. even in Captain Marvel, they were looked at They were looked at as the bad they guys. They actually did a good job with making them bad guys first and mm-hmm. then kind of a neutral party at the end where they're yeah. helping us out, but they're not, like, Kind of like what we think way. Namor and Black Panther will be. Like, it's, hey, we're against each other. Oh, wait, there's a common baddie. We got to come together to beat this The baddie. enemy of my enemy is my friend or something like that. Yes. I think that's the phrasing. Yeah, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Um, anything else you can think about with this before we move on into I'm, the next I'm one? Gonna so, I'm going to go with right now, I think they might be trying. Doctor Doom's going to be the benefactor. Mm-hmm. I think it would be awesome if they actually set up their own cabal. Mm-hmm. And make that the big event, like, the first, I'm going to say it this way, the first time we have supervillains teaming up in in the comic book movies. <laughs> you get the, beat beat DC to the, like, that that would be huge. Beating that, that DC. Was jab, that was a jab at, uh. Yeah, at Legion of Doom. No, that was a jab at, uh. DC. DC's other villain team up. Oh, movie. Suicide Squad, yeah. which is going to be good. Like the news from that that I didn't put. I originally no, that was a jab at the original one. Yeah, that came but out. the news about that that I'll say here. Yeah, is apparently the director of the first Suicide Squad movie is saying that James Gunn is basically reinventing that universe. I know, which I can't wait. I'm to making see a jab now. at the first one. Yeah, because it sucked. It was bad. Uh, it wasn't good. That's why I said we'll get the, the first time we'll get a team up, a villain team up movie. Mm-hmm. Which I will say, I did forget about the second one. By the side way. point, so. the Harley Quinn TV series on DC Universe. Mm-hmm. If you're not watching it, watch it because it's phenomenal. Um, they actually make a suicide joke in the latest episode where King Shark goes, "Hey, you got us T-shirts," and it's their black shirts that say "Suicide Squad" on it. And Harley goes, "Oh no, that's this team. They they keep trying to get me to join, but I don't want to." Um, so it was kind of like a jab at a, a little jab at the Suicide Squad movie. I'm gonna go with Essex actually. You're going with Essex. If I had to make a prediction, and the reason being is I think that the next event we'll get is towards that Avengers versus X Men because I think that the X Men coming into the MCU is an event in itself, and we need to plan for that. Also, because nobody of the news, is better than Doctor Doom. Also, because of the news that came out this week from Ryan Reynolds, 
confirmed Deadpool 3 is in production. Yes, I heard that. So if that's in production and it's going to come out after Ant-Man 3, you'd introduce Nathan Essex, use Deadpool to kind of push that storyline along in the mutant sense of things. <coughs> that's why I'm going to put my money on Nathan Essex, Mr. Sinister, being the benefactor. But let's move on. I don't know how long this one's going to go, uh-huh. but I wanted to talk about it anyways because Moon Knight going to be a Disney Plus series. We know that. However, we may have gotten a clue at who will play Moon Knight in the upcoming Disney Plus series. This is from Screen Rant I'm reading. It says, according to unconfirmed reports, Daniel Radcliffe is in the running for the lead role in Marvel's upcoming Moon Knight television show. Not much is known for sure about the new Moon Knight series coming to Disney+, Plus, aside from the fact that the show's lead writer, Jeremy Slater, also helped create and develop the Netflix show The Umbrella Academy. So the thing I want to ask you, Johnny, is just your thoughts of Daniel Radcliffe. He's... An actor that, yes, many people are going to, you hear his name, and it's just, you can't get Harry past Potter. Harry Potter. Um, but also, he's a guy to me. What are you doing here, Mr. Potter? <laughs> nice. Um, the other thing that I can't help think Why of is. have you entered? He's a very Broadway-esque guy. Yeah. He's done Broadway works, too. And really, TV-wise... He's had a couple of things, but he hasn't, in my mind, kind of broke. Like, it's been Harry Potter. The next big thing that I remember him from was he did. He was Igor in Victor Frankenstein, and then he was the bad guy in Now You See Me Too. Um, the Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone. Mm. Um, oh, it's the same. Who's the, the main character from Zombieland? It's basically them three. Oh, you know, really? In the fucking... Uh, it's the movie about them being magicians. Or not I magicians. Yeah, magicians. And they're like, they use sleight of hand <coughs> and stuff to like rob banks and yeah, I didn't shit know like that. that. I didn't see um, that one. He was in the second one as the bad guy. Really, those are the only two things I've known him from I after. Saw the previews, but I, I just, the only thing I remember, because I never actually got to yeah. see the movie, was Swiss Army Man. Okay. He was in that too, but I mean, I don't yes, know. Yes, he was in, that was in between Frankenstein yeah. and Now You See Me. <laughs> see, I don't really know a lot of his acting, honestly, mm-hmm. aside from Harry Potter. Harry Potter? And he was so young as Harry Potter, Ex- too. Well, he, from like this age to this age. Yeah. Like a huge well, he freaking He started gap. Harry Potter in 2001 you know when we were 11. I'm going to say he's going to do a fine job with mm-hmm. it as long as he puts the work in. I think he will. I want him to get the military training, though. Okay. At least one. Do a John Wick. Mm-hmm. Do a um, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, and go get one of the military trains because that's mm-hmm. what Moon Knight is. It's basically a Marvel's Batman, but he's got mental issues. Well, with that too, and that's that's where his acting would come into play. Where I have is, and when I say mental issues, I'm not saying like he, oh, it's fucked up. Yeah, I think he has split personality disorder. Bingo. And where it's like bingo, his, bingo, actual per- his actual personality and then the Moon Knight personality. Well, no, there's like multiple, apparently, because like okay. one personality um, takes from Spider-Man okay. or one takes from someone else. Mm-hmm. Cap- I think Captain America and one takes from this. And that's like where the fighting techniques come in mm-hmm. and learn those. Yeah. 
learn learn them and like then I'll be like okay I'm fine I'm down for this and, and I've I have no doubt in my mind that he could probably pull off the role the role of Moon Knight mentally at mm-hmm. that point then uh let's see Collider actually has an article of because there's no one else that we've heard reported being Moon Knight some of the guys that they say though. And I'm just going to throw it out there and we'll see if we have an opinion for it. Because Daniel Radcliffe, I think, will do a good job. Yeah. Um, The only thing for me is just we've never seen... It's one of those things where we've never seen Moon Knight on the TV screen. Exactly. It almost thinks to, like, Iron Man 1 for me. Where it's like we never... We never saw Iron Man on the big screen. It wasn't like Batman, where like everyone is so familiar with Batman. We've had so many Batmans to compare it to. Yeah, we've got no one to compare this to. So it's like, do they need to go out and get a big name, or could they go out and get a lesser known name and bring it in? I the big name like Daniel Radcliffe, will obviously, if they go It'll after help that, pull it in. And I don't want this to sound like they're doing it just for this because Daniel Radcliffe is a good actor. Yeah. But there's part of me that thinks if they go after Daniel Ratcliffe, there's a little bit of the mindset to a little part of it of like, hey, if we get Ratcliffe, that's a name people know, that might get already people to who haven't bought into Disney Plus to buy it. Oh, it definitely so that plays it brings into it. it to Moon Knight because Moon Knight is a character. I don't know how much of a draw he's getting on his own. Exactly. I mean, unless you're a Marvel fan, unless you're mm-hmm. a Moon Knight fan, that's the thing. And I'm... It's not just to say, oh, well, we're getting Daniel Radcliffe for his mm-hmm. name, but that definitely plays into it because it's business. Yeah. The ones Collider has is they've got yeah, 10 go actors that they, the first one, this is somebody that I don't know how I'd feel if he got casted, but I think he's got the, he's got the personality to play the fucked up multi-personality type of character. Okay. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I could see him doing it, too. I mean, he's the kind of guy where I just I feel like he's got it in him to, to play hit that. that mixed personality kind yeah. of because you got to be you kind of got to be fucked up with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, I saw another movie where I, it's past Steven Stevens. It's it really mm-hmm. showed his acting ability. It was Disturbia? one. Was it the, the horror film he was in? No, actually, it was one where he played a mentally handicapped kid. Oh, okay. And he did a good job with it. Because he was, uh, the one that I really liked him in was Disturbia. That was the one where. I didn't see that one. He was, and I saw it a long time ago. Oh, wait. He, think... He's under house arrest. Yeah, no, I did see it. And yeah, then okay. his neighbor, he thinks, is like killing people in his basement. Yeah, yeah, I did see it. And he sneaks out and he gets caught in the basement. It's a really good movie. Yeah, I did see um, it. That's a while back. Yeah, no. I think it also came out the same time Fuck. as that Rihanna song. Um, Disturbia. Disturbia. Um, yeah, it did actually, because I remember seeing it while well, seeing it. The other one is uh, Rami Melek. He was in, um, was it I Ro- not iRobot. Yeah, M- Mr. Robot. Is that the one I think he it's was Mr. in? Mr. Robot. Um, he also was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. He was uh, Freddie Mercury. Um, basically, uh, Eggsy from Kingsman, Taron Edgerton. So maybe. He's one that I've also seen people throw out for Wolverine. Yeah. What's funny, um, Daniel Radcliffe, I was seeing some articles where throwing him out for Wolverine. This is one we talked about when we talked about this character because we are this actor because we know he wants to be someone in the MCU. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I think would be a perfect fit because what you said has that military training or did some of the military training for his role as John Wick. No, he did one, one branch of the military each for each John Wick movie. 
Okay. And now for the fourth one, he's doing another one. So, I mean, he's already got that, so yeah. it would fit yeah. in for Moon Knight, too. Oh, I would love to have him as Moon Knight. The only question is, does he want to be an ongoing, or does he just want to be a, hey, I was in the MCU, and now I'm out? Yeah. Kind of a person. Um, well, hell, he's doing two movies at a time right now. Yeah, true. He's doing um, John Wick 4 and... I'm going to look it up. He's also yeah. in the video game for uh, Cyberpunk. Oh, shit, that's right. Cyberpunk 2077. Um, so he's video games, he's in movies. Well, there's like two movies of him coming out at the same time. IMDb is going to be Was it Bill and here. Ted 2 and John Wick 4 or something like so, that? So, damn. So he's got Cyberpunk's in post-production. Yeah. Bill and Ted's in post-production. Yep. Right now he is filming the SpongeBob movie because he's oh, yeah. the sage. Yeah. When the tumbleweed rolls yeah. around, he's the sage. So he's filming that right now. Matrix 4, which is 2021. That's what I was thinking. That's of. gonna. That's in pre-production. Matrix 4 and John Wick 4. John Wick 4. It says rumored, but if they're making a John Wick 4, he's going to fucking be in it. No um, way. That's also 2021. No fucking way. So in 2021, we're going to get Matrix 4. And they're supposed to drop John the same Wick date. Four. Really? They're supposed to, he's yeah. gonna. They're going to go fucking Keanu Reeves on the same day? That's Keanu, what I was hearing. Keanu? Is that going to be a... A Rick and Johnny double feature Keanu Reeves Possibly. Um, and he was also in Toy Story 4. I forgot about that. He was Duke Kaboom in oh, Toy yeah. Story 4. Um, yeah, he would be, to me, perfect for the role. Um, Ra- I'm going to fuck up this name. Uh, Rodrigo Santoro. Um, he was in Westworld. He played Xerxes in 300. Um, but yet again... I he's one where it's like I only I see his face and it's like okay yeah I see it he was Xerxes well, in three hundred um, Andrew Scott who uh, let's see he was in BBC's Sherlock um, he was also in a show called second season of a show called Fleabag don't really know much about um, Andrew Scott let's see who else do they have here Oliver Jackson Cohen. Jensen Eccles, who was in Supernatural, um, Adam Bro- uh, Adam Brody, um, who was in he was the Shazamily character that was the funny one. I believe he was the the blue one. Oh yeah. Um, eh, I don't know. Uh, Jonathan Goff, and then uh, that is the last one. So for me, my top three would probably be Keanu Reeves number one. Shia LaBeouf, number two. I know it's LaBeouf, but I like LaBeouf. LaBeouf. I like saying LaBeouf. Um, and then Daniel Radcliffe at three. Those are just, and yet again, those are the guys that I'm used I to. Can, I can agree with that. Lewis, but it's honestly. just like that's kind of how I feel. Um, before we get into Star Wars, one thing I wanted to throw out because you love him, he's your guy. Um, we may have some a little bit of details about Thor. Love and Thunder. And what we have here, this is from Taka Wahiti, says that Thor Love and Thunder will have what you just said, really crazy stuff. The exact quote, this coming from Entertainment Weekly, um, Wahiti recently spoke to Entertainment Weekly about what fans can expect from his next film. Here's the exact quote from Taka himself. The next Thor film I'm doing basically... We're sort of launching ourselves again on the on this adventure film, really. 
That was the thing really that I loved about doing Ragnarok. It felt like we were just putting Thor on a really cool adventure. There's always like new things to see and do. And this one, I think we're going to double down a lot on that and have it bigger, bolder and brighter. There's just going to be some really crazy stuff in this film. Johnny, I just wanted to ask you, you're the Thor guy. You love Thor. Does this just mean we're taking Thor Ragnarok and we're turning it all the way up to 11? Is that basically what Taka's They're going to get the same feeling as Thor Ragnarok turning it up to 11 is what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm still wondering what the storyline's going to be and who they're going to go up against. Because we know Jane Foster is in it. Yeah, Jane, she's supposed to apparently get Mjolnir, mm-hmm. supposedly. Um, wondering how that's going to go about. But, I mean, we don't even know, like, villain we don't know. No, I got... Uh, well, also, we gotta ha- we're going to have um, Valkyrie, I think, is supposed to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, something tells me there's going to be a uh, Thor... Cam- or not Thor, a Korg cameo. Yeah, well, Taka's he's directing He's there, he's it. directing, so he's going to... My aunt keeps saying when, like, Korg, when we first saw him in Ragnarok... Yeah. I remember that next Christmas, she was like, or that Easter, because it came out in November, she was like... Takawahiti's a genius. She's like, because even if they don't bring him back to direct four, yeah. they got to bring him back for Korg. I mean, technically they don't, but really it's like, you're going to bring him. He like wrote himself in into the movie to where it's like, yeah, you can fire me as a director, but I'm in the movie. If you wanted the character, you still got to bring me back yeah, in. Yeah, basically. Um, I'm just excited with this being that they're going to keep the, vi- like, it seems like they the, found the their feeling. vibe with Thor. Yeah, like, I love this it. is what a Thor movie is because let's be honest, Thor one, not a bad movie, but yeah. it definitely, if I'm ranking the Marvel movies, isn't like a top, like, oh my God, Thor's my favorite. We all know my opinions on Thor the Dark World. I don't need to get into that on this podcast. I know it's, I know it's like top, um, your top five. Oh, dude, number one, baby. <laughs> number one, Thor the Dark World, best MCU movie. <laughs> Fucking book it. Um, but it seems like Thor Ragnarok, and now that they're doubling down on it in this one, it's like, hey, this is what we want a Thor movie to be. When you go mm-hmm. see a Thor movie, you know this is what I'm going to expect. And it's kind of like Hemsworth has talked about it, and you've seen it in articles with him where as he kind of has grown with the character, yeah, the Thor character has gotten to be... Kind of that comic, not, I don't want to say comic relief, because it's not like, he's not a throwaway character that he's just there to crack jokes and stuff, Actually, the Thor character has become more of a comical character with Hemsworth as you go through the MCU. Able to be comedic, like mm-hmm. he's still serious when he needs to be serious, but able to actually be- But he's got be, that joking personality, Exactly, too. he has person, more of a personality now than just serious Thor. This drink, I like it. Another. We don't get that Thor. Oh, I mean, that is actually humorous Thor, too. Was that humorous Thor, or was uh, that him uh, being I don't know human customs? Oh, that's here. him. I don't know human customs. Yeah, it's that's funny actually, to us. It's funny to like, us, exactly. The actual character, that wasn't him like, hey, let me do a joke. No, it was you're him right. being dead serious. This is him actually, like, making jokes now, yeah. too. And it's just the evolvation. That's a word now. Evolvation. Um, of the character of, like, hey... I kind of get human customs now, and I'm not like this just alien that came in from outer space. I know nothing about nothing. Yeah, no, nothing about nothing. Um, I just wanted to throw that in for Love and Thunder. 
that it looks like Taka Wahidi and and the MCU are going to double down. I think it's hilariously it. funny how they're given uh, both Ragnarok and now Love and Thunder again, like an 80s title screen. Yes. Like a title shot. It's like Thor's our 80s. Like, and the 80s thing, it helps. I, I think it's, I honestly I think it plays think, into it. I think that's going to help Wonder Woman, too, because people are going to be like, well, it worked for Thor, so no one has to question it, really. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Um, let's get into the next big thing, because this is going to take up most of the rest of our podcast. So last Sky week, of the Wise Walker? Yeah, Sky, <laughs> Sky of the Rise Walker. Um, so you and I didn't get to do our actual review last week. Yep. Because, um, you know, sickness and everything. <laughs> but I still wanted to hit Rise of the Skywalker today and i really had to slow down for that because you said it the other way and i wanted <laughs> I to make sure I that i was saying it right um i broke did ricky's brain here's the first thing i want to bring up with this before we give our thoughts on the movie because okay. i kind of feel like this is funny and this is a follow-up to a story we talked about a couple weeks ago this is from we got this covered i'm just reading the headline for this disney reportedly wants kathleen kennedy gone after Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker backlash. Um, source close to we got this covered, the same ones who said that blank would die. I say blank would die because we're not giving spoilers yet. Actually, I'm just going to say it. This entire part, spoilers for Rise of the Skywalker. If you haven't seen it, want to come back, you can. Um, but if you want to jump ahead in the description, I have... so. On YouTube, there will be timestamps. You can just pause now, click the next timestamp, and skip this entire discussion. Come back and view it later. Um, if you're on podcast services, hit pause. I will put in the description of this podcast, hey, this timestamp at this time is where we start our post um, Skywalker stuff. So if you want to stay... You haven't seen it yet. You haven't been able to two weeks, weekends. I get it. There you go. I'm giving you your fair warning. So spoilers. Um, they actually, in the article, don't even say. They actually put spoiler would die. Um, that blank would die in Rise of the Skywalker. And that blank would be revealed as a traitor. Both of which were true. That source has to have told us that Disney wants Kathleen Kennedy gone from Lucasfilms. And while it's not set in stone just yet, that she's on her way out the door from what we've been told. There's a 95% chance she won't be with the company <coughs> for much longer. This is beautiful to me. And the only reason it's beautiful is what we talked about earlier when she made the comments of like, well, it's so hard to come up with an original Star Wars story because there's nothing to base it off of. No, there's nothing to base it off of because, like, Dave mentioned to me when I brought it up on Saturday when we were recording, he goes, yeah, well, Disney made so much of the Star Wars stuff non-canon. Like, they did it to themselves. Like, this isn't canon. That's not canon. I'm like, Disney can do whatever the fuck they want. They can just be like, well, it's canon now. It's back to being canon because um, they own the property. I just saw that, and I don't know if you feel the same as me. You never want someone to lose their job, but when it's something like this, maybe someone should lose their job. Yeah. Because um, my whole thought process with Rise of the Skywalker, walking out of the film, was it a good film? 
Yes, if you turn your brain off. If you forget every almost everything you know about Star Wars and you just go to watch the film for what it is, it's a good film. It's a good, exciting film. It's got everything. It checks mm-hmm. all the boxes. But if you were looking for, like, continuation and actually keeping true to Star Wars, then you might be a little upset with this. And the thought that I had coming out of it is this. I was like, well, for this trilogy, they should have had J.J. Abrams just do all three, direct all three. And then I started kind of doubling, like, not doubling down, but backing up from that, where I was like, no, no, no. It's not bad that Ryan Johnson did Last Jedi. It's that there was no one overseeing these directors. Mm -hmm. Think of the MCU, which Disney owns. They have somebody in Kevin Feige, which I know there's... Some people out there that are going to say we blow too much smoke up Kevin Feige's rear end. That because of how big the MCU is, that he gets all the credit. Which I could say, yes, sometimes we overhype Kevin Feige. But the point is this. You've got a guy that oversees this MCU, can have all these different directors, and all the films fit together. I felt like this film, although J.J. Abrams was like, no, I wasn't trying to retcon Last Jedi, it was kind of almost doing a double take on Last Jedi, where it's like, oh, we did this there, no, we're going to change it to this. Oh, we did this there, oh, we're going to change it to this, (coughs) to where the continuity was kind of messed up. I don't know if you thought the same thing. Like, for example, Dave said, oh, Ryan Johnson destroyed the mask. J.J. Abrams brings it back. Oh, Oh, Rose was a big part of Last Jedi, side character in this one. Like, barely even seen on screen in this one. Probably didn't, probably because the focus isn't really supposed to be on Rose anyways. So I get why he did that. Like, I didn't really like the Rose character anyways. So with me, I wasn't upset with it. But there were things that, like, it seemed like they were trying to change things that Last Jedi did. I don't know if you felt the same way. Um... <laughs> I think they were, looked like they were trying to correct a few things that he didn't like that he did, like destroying mm-hmm. the helmet. Yeah. Not that big a deal. Welded it back together. Mm-hmm. Probably to bring back that intimidation look. Mm-hmm. Um, but putting Rose back down to a side character was a good idea. Because we, we, the, they're like overcomplicating the love triangle-ish thing going on. Mm-hmm. Now, did you think, you say love triangle... When Finn was going to tell Ray, like, hey, I've got something to tell you. I love you. And basically. didn't do you think it's I love you? I think so. Okay. What else would it be? That he's force sensitive? I don't that's think that's what was... I think. Like, after thinking about it, I think that's what it is. Because who's the only one that Finn knows who uses the force? Ray. And throughout the entire film, it's just been like. They could have also told. Uh, um, God, I can't remember her name all of a sudden. Poe? No. I said her name. Oh, her name. Rose. No. Training. Lando's child. Leia. Yeah, but she was dead. Not when he found out. He found out before that. He found out before it, but he didn't didn't tell Rey until after Leia was already I think he was going to tell Rey that he loved her because at the end he's still acting like that. Because here's the thing with Finn that I find interesting is, obviously, he is Force-sensitive. Yeah. Because the big key was that 
it was the same thing you got from Leia in Empire Strikes Back is after they escape from Cloud City, Luke's hanging from the antenna and she goes, Luke is still alive. He's in trouble. Mm -hmm. I can feel it. And Finn's the same thing. Ray's in trouble. Well, how do you know? How do you know? I oh, feel well, it. it's just a feeling. Uh, which, by the way, every time he said that, I was just like, the, I am the force and the force is with me. I am the force and the force is with me. But I feel like that's what he was going to tell her, that he is force sensitive and really, like, kind of gay, like, I don't want to say gauge, but, like, pick her mind a little bit. Because I think we kind of overplay that, like, oh, yeah, Finn and Ray are in love with each other. I don't think they are. I think Finn is in love with Ray. I don't know about the other way around. I, mm, I think treat Finn and Ray like Luke and Leia, like literally Luke and Leia. Whereas Finn is the if Ray is the Luke in the situation, mm -hmm. Finn is the Leia without them being biological brother and sister. Yeah. Because think about in the first trilogy. We all thought Luke and Leia were going to end up together. Then it was a weird thing that Luke kissed his sister. <laughs> Where in this one, they don't have that weird part. But we all know that Rey loves Kylo. Like, they are the ones that should should be together. Like, they're the romantically should entwined. Have. Should have been together. Um, they were the ones that are romantically inclined. Where Finn might have felt that. But I don't think he was going to tell her. I thought he was going to tell her that he was um, Force-sensitive because he couldn't tell um, Poe po because through the whole movie, Poe is like, the Force is stupid. It doesn't exist. Da -da 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 -da. So it's like he can't really talk to it to him because he would kind of just downplay it and say, oh, no, you're not Force-sensitive, where Ray would actually like accept it and talk to him about it so that he can kind of see what's going on in himself because you need to talk about that stuff. Yeah, no, you I do. Still so think it's the love thing because I think like Rose loved Finn. Yes. Finn likes Ray and Ray wanted um, Kylo. Kylo. It was almost like a chain. Kylo mm -hmm. reciprocated at the end. Yeah. And then because he gave that mm -hmm. life force back. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like did you like the ending? I was fine with it. Okay. I, was, I didn't hate it. I liked so, it. For the most part, because I mean, it made sense to me. Like when he gave the, he um, excuse me, when he mm -hmm. gave like Ray was dead and he like concentrated and gave that life force. It was him giving that life force back to Ray. Mm -hmm. What little he had left. Yeah, I, I liked the Kylo, everything with the end with Kylo. Mm -hmm. I thought that his arc is probably the best thing of this. Of this tree of this tri uh, trilogy, mm -hmm. I almost said trequel. Um, this trilogy, because I actually like the turn of like where we got Harrison Ford in this. We saw Han Solo. He threw his lightsaber away, coming over the good. After that, we kind of get him more of like a good guy, where he jumps on the chain and goes, "Ow!" That's something that a good guy would do, not a bad guy. <laughs> like, "Ow!" That fucking hurts. Yeah. Um. <laughs> The only thing I didn't like is, and this comes from, so I was listening to an interview, this was months ago, with Freddie Prince Jr., who mm. 
He played a character in Star Wars Rebels, which is one of the TV shows. I think it's on it's on Disney Plus now, but it used to be on Netflix. And he kind of described it and kind of opened my mind of like the force is all about balance. The Star Wars world is all about balance. You look at when Anakin went to the dark side, mm-hmm. there was an imbalance in the force. So to counteract that, there were twins. That's mm-hmm. Luke and Leia. And he kind of described, he goes, I'm not going to give it away because I want people to experience it on their own. But he goes, based off of what George Lucas has said about the force, he goes and has taught us about it. He's like, I know what's going to happen. Like, I can predict what's going to happen in the last movie just based off of that. And my whole thought process is if this is all about balance in the force, how is the force balanced at the end? Because what I would have loved to see, and this would have shown true balance to me, Ben comes back to the light side of the force like it was supposed to be when he was training with Luke. And I so wanted fucking Ray to turn to the dark side at the end and just have the balance. And it's almost, it would almost be that ironic of like, we can never be together Mm -hmm. because yes, we love each other, but we're always on one side or the other. And their arcs kind of turn to where I feel like throughout the entire movie, they played into um, Ray's rage. Her lightning, which I know Dave, Dave has said, oh, he had a problem with it. I didn't have a problem with the lightning from Ray because that was something where it's like she got so angry and it just happened. And how it happened is she's a freaking Palpatine. That's why it happened. Yeah. Um, But I would have liked it where they've teased her rage throughout the whole movie. I would have thought it would be a great payoff if her destiny was to become the emperor. And like she bashes down the down Palpatine when he says kill her because he eggs her on, eggs her on. And that rage builds and boom, she does it. And it's like, boom, there's the balance. Now there's Ray on this side, Kylo on this side. But now with Palpatine and Kylo done, my point, like my thing is, first off, is Ray on the light? Is she in the middle? Like, I know she's got a yellow lightsaber, which yellow lightsabers are more of, I don't want to say neutral, but they were more the Jedi Sentinels from, because I looked into it after the movie, because it was driving me crazy. Um, And the research that I saw is that Jedi Sentinels have it, and usually the people that use a yellow lightsaber, it's more of like, they are the jury or the judge and jury where it's like right and wrong. If you're doing the wrong thing, you don't want to come across one of the Sentinels because then they're going to have a problem with you. I'm guessing she's kind of uh, halfway between. This is why like a balance. Finally, balance because remember in the last Jedi or the yeah, last Jedi. Luke actually said the Jedi order needs to die. But so he, like, but didn't he kind of didn't he kind of take that back in this one though? No, like when he was the Force Ghost, didn't he tell you like, "Hey, I'm wrong"? And, oh. Unless I'm remembering that, I don't remember when he right before he brought his X-wing up and he gave her Leia's lightsaber. 
wasn't he wasn't his whole speech about how she's like because she's like I'm doing the same thing you're doing I'm gonna do and he goes no no I was wrong he was wrong to hide away from the universe mm-hmm. instead of helping out and getting stuff done which by the way he was, was he wrong because that's what Jedi do is it not once they um they exile themselves. That's what Yoda did. That's he right. exiled himself. Obi Wan did. Obi Wan did. I think he's saying it was a mistake for him to have mm-hmm. exiled himself, mm-hmm. for him to not keep helping because that's what led to the fall. Kylo getting deeper. Every deeper. all of it. Mm-hmm. The Emperor being able to get to the power he's at. The everything. Mm-hmm. All the problems. That's what. That's what him hiding away and going along with the Jedi way of life mm-hmm. got him like that's where it got him exiled yeah. and let everything get worse behind the scenes mm-hmm. until it all just blew out of proportions which is why leaving one person walking the line between light and dark now mm-hmm. kind of a cool way to go yeah and i mean and taking on even though she is a palpatine taking on the skywalker name light and dark mm-hmm. staying down the middle I, i'm i i think i like that route yeah, I just, because it's got light, the yellow lightsaber kind of the in between. Because didn't you also read that it takes the red kyber crystal and the green one to make the? That's what Dave. That's the, what Dave said at the red. end of it. Um, let me see. When you two can. read that? Let's see, <coughs> yellow light saber. Yeah, I I watched a YouTube video on it because I was like, I'm so like, does that mean she's like Jedi neutral? Um, and the thing for me that I think of is I immediately thought, okay, if she's on the light side, cause obviously with the end, we're not going to say she's on the dark side. Yeah. Um, cause she kind of wasn't a bitch to that old lady that asked her, that was fucking stupid as well in my mind of what's your name? Ray. Oh, what's your last name? Skywalker. No, you're not a Skywalker. Like, I know that you're, I, I, I get the one I, thing I would have liked if she did better was. It's just Ray. Exactly. Like I. That was what I would have liked. Because, like, I mean, I get her burying the lightsabers because it's like, okay, Luke and Leia, which that wasn't Leia's home. That was Luke's home, not yeah. Leia's home. Which Leia's that, home was sort of destroyed. So. Exactly. All the wrong. Um, Looking for love in, in all, all the, the wrong, wrong places. places. Why did we think of this? I was like, I thought it and wasn't going to say it, and you actually said it. Yep. Um. Let's see here. This is from Esquire. Let's see. Um, have we seen a yellow lightsaber before? Okay. So Jedi Temple Guard members are the only... They're the group that we've seen with yellow lightsabers. And Jedi Temple Guard members are chosen anonymously from the Jedi Knights and use double-bladed lightsaber pikes. Um, they're known to have been morally impenetrable, the kind of Jedis who would wear masks and devote their entire lives to protecting a sacred place like the, um, Corsant Temple. The Jedi Temple member we get to see is the Grand Inquisitor who later falls, uh, from the light side so he can do some villain stuff with Darth Vader but that was just a bad apple situation. So to me for Ray, 
I'm going to throw this out there because of the thing that popped out just there is, oh, they're wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. Is the Skywalker thing her mask? That could be. That she's going to hide behind. Where it's like, I'm going to tell myself I'm a good guy, so I'm going to call myself Rey Skywalker. Yeah. Well, maybe she's doing that so that, like, no, because people are going to might know the name too well, Palpatine, Mm -hmm. especially an older woman like that. She's been through that shit. Well, I didn't expect her to use the name Palpatine. Which is why she's going to hide behind the name Skywalker Mm -hmm. so she doesn't have to be feared as a Palpatine. Okay. Yeah, I I kind of get like I get that because I wouldn't use the name Palpatine either. <clears throat> Especially if you if it's possibly that renowned mm-hmm. throughout the universe as a horrible dictator or slash yeah. emperor slash mm-hmm. what monster. Yeah. Basically, I would not want to use that surname either. Because like my and this goes back to it. My <laughs> whole big gripe with the end was where's the balance? Is Ray in the middle? If she's on the light, if you're considering her on the light side, all right. How is and not Jedi Sith light side dark side? If she's on the light, how is the dark balancing this? And then if she's in the middle, how like is her just being alone in the middle? Is that enough to balance everything? And if she's on the dark side, the other thing I thought of is is Baby Yoda alive or the child? Sorry, John Favreau. Um, is Baby Yoda alive during this? Because technically he would be. Like, Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda, the one we see in The Mandalorian. He would be alive during this. I'm trying to think, because when does that start off? That starts... Right after Jedi. And he's 50 years old. He's 50 years old and a little baby in The Mandalorian, which is right after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so that's like as soon as the Empire falls. So, so he, would, he, would be a Yoda, he would be old Yoda by this point. He no, be, not even. By this point? Hell no. I would Fif- think so. Okay, that baby form is 50 years old. Yeah. I actually did the math before with someone mm-hmm. to get teen... Oh, shit, I wish I had it still So what, he me. would be like a teenager? Not even, dude. He's cause it, In our terms? Yeah. Because the, the thing so you got to decide it, is, when does uh, The Force Awakens, how far after Return So the Mandalorian the is... Not that long after the Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So how far is Force Awakens though from that? That's Do we true. Know? Um, long enough where the Emperor's still alive, but he was being kept alive by a machine. So that's not something. Where that's it's like, part partly true. Yeah, because he could have stayed alive on that machine forever. It seemed like possibly. Well, there's also don't forget Force degradation. Mm-hmm. So there, I, who knows how long that machine? But let's say it can't be like terribly long, or else his body would start rotting away itself. Do we know how so old Luke is? Luke and Leia and Han are in that because they're got to be what about sixties. I mean, maybe they age differently, but like maybe they age. Let's say they age like a normal human. They're probably in their fifties or sixties. So what? That's about maybe thirty, forty years after yeah, Return like of the that. Jedi, which would make so the baby Yoda like 90, 90 to hundred. Yeah, but guess what? That fifty-year-old in Yoda years. Remember, good uh, point. Yoda lived nine hundred years. Good point. Good point. Which made him. I we did the math. I can remember this part. That fifty years is mm-hmm. equivalent to our four-year-old. So he'd be like an eight-year-old. Maybe. Yeah. So he'd be, if we're doing it by that math, he'd be an eight-year-old. Possibly. I don't know. Maybe eight, nine-year-old. Yeah, let's go with that then. He's not going to be that old. But but the one point I'm going to say is if you're saying she's on the dark side, 
is he in the universe and he's the light side or did something happen? And okay, raise the light. But this baby Yoda, something's going on during that time. Well, and what if he's the dark? Because to spoilers for Mandalorian a little. Bit, yes, he does. He doesn't really have a pathway of light or dark. Exactly. There's, he's a neutral. And so far that here's the thing, though, for for example, I want to throw yeah. out there. And this is not a spoiler because you watched episode seven right? until the last episode that's out right now. OK, uh, so you saw the part where he choked uh, Kara, right? Yeah. That, to me, when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, he's choking her. But at the same time, I'm like, he doesn't know... It's bad. ...that that's bad because he hasn't been influenced light he, or dark. All he's doing is and that's defending what, Lamando. And that's why the fucking uh, bad guys want him because, <laughs> to me, it's either two things. And I know this is Mandalorian spoilers. I'm sorry, but spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Jump ahead if you don't want it spoiled. The time... Timestamps down below. I already said that. Um, either two things. They want to kill it so that it can't be used for good because they might just assume that it's going to be good. Or they want to flip it to use it for themselves. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it, a weapon. Yeah, I haven't gone to that last episode. So we. I don't know if there's any influence on mm-hmm. that. I don't want that spoiled for me either. So. Yeah. Um, but what it seems like is that he... Rosie, you don't want that now. What it seems like is he... Baby Yota. So far, so right now what I'm seeing is the ba- universe will balance itself out. That's what the Force does. Mm-hmm. So when there's someone from the light, there will be someone from the dark. And that doesn't just mm-hmm. mean the focal point of our saga. Mm-hmm. It's not just based on the focal... It's throughout the whole Star Wars universe. Well, it's not. So, it's not like person for person. It's... How much power? Because Anakin was supposed to be the most powerful Jedi. Yeah. And when he flipped, the je- the light needed to outweigh itself. So instead of... Two people, two kids two, born. Yeah. Luke and Leia equaled one Vader, basically, in well, force power. In a, in a way, two and two still, because the Emperor was still alive. Yeah. Good so, point. Good point. So here's the thing. It's just the universe, the universe, mm-hmm. whereas everyone's way too focused on just the saga, like yeah. just this pathway right here. Yeah. No, it is all of it. It will balance mm-hmm. itself. That's and, that, what, and that's what people don't get And that's get why I'm like, is baby Yoda still alive? What's his pathway? So far, his is neutral because he I is know. not swayed one way or another. But I'm saying his, by the time we get to Rise of the Skywalker. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But the thing right now is, like, as of what we know of him right now, mm-hmm. he is neutral. All he knows right now, defend Mando. Yeah. Like, he killed the one thing. Mm-hmm. The Rancor. R- no, it wasn't a Rancor. It was someone. No. It's the f- Wooly Beast. I forgot what the name of it was, but it was that Wooly Rhinoceros Yeah, beast. I know. I'm There's trying to name think for of what it. they... Rancor was, like, the... They, that's the Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um... Look it up while I'm talking. <laughs> Oh, what was it called? But yeah, it's, no, like the only thing he knows of right now is defend Mando. What has he done so far? He healed Mando. Well, he healed Mando. He healed Mando's friend. He chokes mm-hmm. Kara because he thought Mando was in danger and he killed that woolly beast because they wanted the woolly egg. That wool. When you say woolly beast, it just it makes me cringe. Um, It's not a mythosar. Oh, fuck. What was it? That attacked fucking Mando. Let's see. Oh, this is going to drive me crazy. Um, Because she said it like, oh, do you want this as your sig- sigil? 
Sigil. 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 Um, that attacked Mando. What is it called? This is going to drive me crazy that I can't fucking... Yeah, the, the internet is failing me. Internet is failing me. No one has the name of it up. Um... Yeah, but I know what you're saying. The Beast in Episode 2, I want to say that was, where he used the Force to go ahead and kill it. Let's see. Not the Blurg. Uh, Jawa Krill. Mudhorn. That yeah. was it. The Mudhorn. Um, so yeah, he kills the Mudhorn. Yeah. By just kind of using the force and levitating it. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's just he's got he the child, baby Yoda, has to be alive <laughs> at this point. Oh yeah. And is. whether where you see Ray, that's where they've gotta be. Um but before we give our stars and show stealer really yeah. quick, I just wanna say that Star Wars, next time you do a trilogy or any kind of movie, can we get a Kevin Feige for the Star Wars universe? Like, there's part of me that thinks... Can we get Kevin Feige for this guy? That's what I was going to get to. We know that he is developing a Star Wars movie. If that thing kills it, I wouldn't be surprised if Disney just goes, hey, want to oversee Star Wars as well? Do you want to just do the whole nerd division? Basically, just want to do all of our movies for us. Um, But, Johnny, I will ask you... And then you get uh, (laughs) Kevin Feige with his hat with the hood over it. (laughs) Ultimate power. Uh, who would be your show stealer for this one? I am looking up the IMDb right now. Okay. Mine is <clears throat> a fairly simple show stealer for this one. The Ewoks? It's Adam Driver. Like, Adam Driver in this one, mainly because I think I liked Kylo in this movie. He's. I'm going to go ahead and give him my show stealer. So I'm going to say that Adam Driver, um, Rise of the Skywalker, um... He is my show stealer. He's the one where I loved the how his arc ended, and I think out of this movie, he did the best. Like his character was the best job, and I know that it's uh, some people are gonna say, "Oh, it's not that hard being Kylo Ren, like acting it." But yeah, it kind of is. And the emotion that he showed in this one was absolutely phenomenal. So I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Adam Driver. How about you? There she is. I'm going to give it to Ray Daisy Ridley. Okay. Because of, honestly, the range of emotions she also showed in this. Mm -hmm. Like, I was thinking possibly Adam Driver, but I want to give someone else it as well who deserves it. Mm -hmm. So, and I agree with you, the Adam Driver, he did show a lot of the emotions. He flipped everything. But the emotional emotional range that Daisy Ridley was able to show Mm -hmm. in this one was uh, worth to her. So I made that, like, weird head movement. Yeah. Because I think Dave filled in our uh, review sheet. Okay. And he might have seen Zombieland because underneath his, it says Bill fucking Murray for Zombieland 2. So <laughs> I think that that was Dave Showstealer for Zombieland 2. Okay, then. Um, but yeah, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley. For me, this grade is simple. It's a three. It's right down the middle because as a Star Wars fan... <laughs> As a Star Wars fan, I did not like this movie, but if I turn my brain off and just think of it as a movie, there's a fair like it it was an entertaining movie. Like it wasn't a bad movie, 
everything that I hate about it and are mad about it is everything to do with the canon and the backstory of the Star Wars universe. And that's why I'm not going to hold it against it and be like, oh, it's a terrible movie. Don't go and see it. No, it's a good movie, but it's just not a great movie in my mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm because of our little different, how we differ a little bit in Star Wars, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like how we feel about all that stuff. I'm going to go with a four. I did like it more. Dave was right. Of course. Dave, Dave was like, shit. Dave's like, let me guess. Johnny gave it a four. I'm like, I don't know. We haven't talked about it yet. And he's like, let me guess. Johnny's going to give it a four. Uh, but go ahead. No, I, I, you and I differ in how we f- see it and how we feel about it. And I just, I, w- I kind of liked how it ended. Kind of her walking the middle path, mm-hmm. knowing not to be what she, what her destiny is supposed to be. At least what her grandfather says her destiny is supposed to be. Yeah, kind of pushing her own path because like it doesn't. It's about balancing the force. It's not about someone's destiny. It's mm-hmm. going to be what the balancing and her walking down that middle line is kind of her decision. It's her decision. Saying. She can go. She can use either side mm-hmm. if she really wants to. She knows she's not going to be a Jedi. Okay. She d- but she does not want to be in the dark side either. Well, last thing I want to do on the podcast, we got to come up with a name for this. We're not going to do it right now. Yeah. But- uh, for you guys watching, for Johnny, our homework is to uh, come up with what we're going to call this segment. For today, it's just going to be quick hits. These are things that I wanted to throw out there, but yet again, don't need a huge discussion. If you have any thoughts about these, Johnny, go ahead and just cut me off and say. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the first one has to do with um, a little bit of follow-up from our conversation with Sam last week uh-huh. that apparently Godzilla versus Kong is setting up for heavy reshoots because of how poor it's doing in test screenings. So maybe that's a little bit of why they pushed it back to November yeah. because it's doing like these test screenings are doing so bad. The exact quote from this is from we got this covered. Um, they say, Though far from a bad movie, it certainly slowed down. This is King of the Monsters we're talking about. It certainly slowed down the monster versus momentum thanks to mixed reviews and only $385 million, um, at the box office, which leaves us in an interesting position now as we approach the release of the aforementioned Godzilla vs. Kong. Basically, it has to hit hit. Or the entire franchise could crumble. So far, Buzz hasn't been tremendously positive with the project already having been delayed considerably. And now more bad news has rolled in. According to um, a source close to them, the same one that told them about the Scream reboot, that Bill Murray is returning to Ghostbusters Afterlife and Daniel Radcliffe as... uh, Moon Knight possibility. Um, test screenings for Godzilla versus Kong haven't been great. And what's more is that the project is now expected to head back in the, in front of the cameras for what's said to be heavy reshoots beginning in January. It's unclear what exactly is being reshot, but from what they're being told, the movie still needs a good amount of work. Here's a side thing I just want to throw out there, and this is a we got this covered.com thing. Is it just me or every time they go like, oh, source is close to us. Oh, by the way, the same ones that told us this, the same ones that told us that. 
it just tells me that we got this covered. And if anyone's watching from we got this covered, it's telling me that you don't think you're a reputable source. It's basically you guys thinking like, hey, take us as a reputable source. This source got this thing right. It got that thing right. So it's an actual source. Are we ever going to get to a day where we got this covered? It's just like, fuck it. We know the source is reputable. We don't need to tell you what it told us. We don't need to reference. I know they're also pinning to different articles. Mm -hmm. So there's that. But I find it funny that every one of their articles, their source is like, oh, yeah, this one told us this. This is true. This one told us that. That's true. Where it's kind of like a, hey, it's a reputable source. They got things right. So we're not just saying things. Just a little side thing that I thought of. But I wanted to throw that out because of our conversation last week with Sam. Also, Birds of Prey finally got the rating for it. It's rated R, Johnny. I hope so. Oh, it's going to be so. I am so pumped for it. I hope it's rated R. Mm -hmm. So Harley Quinn will be in rated R form. Shazam 2 gets its release date. It's going to be April of 2022. Nice. That we're going to see Shazam 2. Uh, Also, Paramount bringing back the Jackass franchise. Um, That there's a Johnny Knox movie in development uh, or that a release date has been set for a Johnny Knox movie in 2021. And it's going to be a Jackass movie. The thing I wanted to ask you with that is, do you think Jackass can still be popular in this time? I don't see why not. Because, like, there's a part of me that's like, was that like a 90s, 2000s thing that now it's like we look at it differently? You know, how I we think look at, like, CTE people, and... You're going to get people more like us, more like the kids that would have watched it back then. You're not going to get... So it's a nostalgia thing. You're going to get more nostalgia than you're going to get, like, people who are going to be liberal assholes and shit like mm-hmm. that about it's too dangerous well i just the thing that i thought of right away is what people are going to think about it because of course you and i would i'll go see it i'll love it i love the jackass movies but we do as a now culture focus a little bit more on like head injuries and what that does to personalities and especially I'm interested to see what some people, what the backlash may be with. Um, actually, I'm not even going to bring that up because it has nothing to do with. I was going to say, like, the whole um, uh, Dunn, who was a part of this, who's not there anymore. But his wasn't really head injuries. It was just drunk driving mm-hmm. um, that got him in trouble. But yeah. how people are going to look at that and related to, wow, what kind of damage are they putting on their bodies? Also, is it just going to be like, wow, these guys are fucking old, and I don't want to see these old guys doing the shit that they were doing in their 20s. And then the last one is Superman Red Sun. We got a trailer, and this is where I teased it earlier. I noticed something, Johnny, about the DC Universe app, Uh because I watched Hush, which was the last one of these um, animated movies from a graphic novel yeah. that DC Universe kind of brought over. DC Universe is kind of targeting an older demographic, not just with the Harley Quinn series being like as raunchy as it is, uh-huh. but like there was a line in the Hush movie where Catwoman, she whips the rear end of a thug as he's running away, uh-huh. and she makes like the line of like, Man, you should feel you should feel happy. Most guys have to pay for that. Or most guys pay for that. And like there's little lines like that that maybe because I'm a, an adult, I get it. Dave kind of made the comment of like for a kid, maybe it goes right over their head. But there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, huh. 
I don't know if I would like if I was a parent, I would kind of be on the line if I would want my kid um, watching this. So yeah. it's like to me, I I noticed that, and it's like, huh. As an older DC fan, it's nice that it caters to me, but how does that do with the young fans and getting them into it? I bet that I they've got TV shows though that oh, they for cover sure, for man. kids and stuff, so it's probably hey, we got to cater, not cater, but we got to. Keep both fan bases happy because a lot of older people, I'm going to say it, older people like myself, um, as I'm leaving my 20s very soon, um, get into that. But thank you guys for this extra long edition of the Rick and Johnny podcast. Was the podcast long? No, podcast was normal length. It was just that a half hour of it was Johnny getting me this dank-ass gift that I cannot be dank more thankful. Ass. Yeah, dank-ass is good. I thought that was bad. No. Dank like, is, dank memes are not. No, no, no. Dank is good. Like, <laughs> dude, that's a dank gift. I thought dank was bad because, like, dank memes are, like, they're hilarious, but they're, like, oh, cringe-worthy, as some people might say. Yeah, I've always used dank as a good thing. I just okay, got to redo these straps. Yeah, you do. I can um, see you, like... Struggling to reach for that other one. Yeah. Well, it just doesn't feel in the middle. But thank you, Johnny, for You're the welcome. gift. That was the first half hour of our podcast. Make sure to, yet again, patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. That's where you help support us. Twitch.tv. We will be live, <laughs> live starting in 2020. Next week is will be our first live podcast. Make sure to follow twitch.tv or, yeah, twitch.tv backslash most valid podcast. That's where you'll see the schedule. And everything. I like the I like the little material, how this yeah. feels different than this. But thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Thank you guys for listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.